Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You got barbecue back there, and you didn't invite me. Hurt my feelings. Thank you for tuning in to the Destination Devi Injury Pod. I'm your host, Jeff Mueller, Doctor of Physical Therapy. This week, we have six teams on by, so hopefully you're still stocked up for a final playoff push, despite many players being unavailable this week. Um, some injured, some a lot of players on by. So hopefully you're uh, still able to contend and make that last playoff push. Also to note from Thursday night, Josh Jacobs should be okay moving forward, barring any further news about tendon damage. At this point, since we haven't heard anything about a fracture, and as far as I know, the x-rays came back negative, um, I'm not thinking worst-case scenario here. Most likely, you know, tendon damage would be the one thing that would be concerning and possibly made would make him lead towards uh, surgery in the next coming days. But I think we would have heard about that already. Um, so I do think he will he will be able to play week 15, um, and we should be able to play him just fine. And Baker Mayfield played well, despite only being with the team for roughly 48 hours, so he will most likely remain the starter for the rest of the season, which should help the Rams overall. All right, let's dive into this week's injuries. Quarterback, Lamar Jackson, as we know, is dealing with a left PCL sprain. He's been listed as doubtful, or he may have been listed as out already now. Um, I would I would be very surprised if Lamar um, plays this week. And honestly, I'll, I'll be a little surprised if he plays next week. I think this is going to be more than a one-game absence. So hopefully you have Tyler Huntley. Huntley is likely a, a must-start or pretty close to a must-start given his rushing upside. Um, the Ravens are getting J.K. Dobbins back. I'll touch on him in a little bit. But I, I do think Huntley will continue to be a key rushing element, especially near the goal line. So... Uh, Huntley becomes probably a low-end quarterback one, high-end quarterback two for this week for sure, and then possibly next week as well. Trevor Lawrence, he's dealing with a toe injury, likely turf toe. He's listed as questionable, but it does seem like he's going to play. Um, He told reporters that he was feeling pretty good on Friday. He might have, I I do expect him to play. Um, He might have less rushing upside here. Probably going to play with a plate. This should actually affect his throwing motion as well but hopefully not enough to make him inefficient or, um, you know, I, I, I don't think, given this injury, I don't think he's going to be a quarterback one, but likely, you know, high-end quarterback two and just hope for enough throwing touchdowns, passing touchdowns uh, to get into, like, the, the low-end quarterback one range. If you have Trevor Lawrence, you likely can start him if you need him this week. 
At running back, Saquon Barkley, he's dealing with a neck injury. It sounds like he's going to be a true game-time decision. I have a gut feeling that he will play this week. You know, there was a video of him practicing. He looks good. He's moving well. But again, there was no contact in practice. Um, and I doubt he was he was taking contact in practice at all. So contact is going to be the key variable here with the neck injury. We hope that, you know, if he plays, he doesn't take a hard hit to the head or neck. Um you know, hopefully no one on the Eagles will do that on purpose, but, you know, anything can happen. And then in a, in a big scrum, a big pile, uh, anything can happen. So people, bodies are kind of flying. So I do think Saquon will play. I do think if he's active, you can safely start him and just hope for no aggravations in game. I would not play Matt Breida or Gary Brightwell. They're just too unpredictable, plus this Eagles defense is pretty tough. They don't carry the same kind of ceiling that Saquon carries. And again, you, you can't really bank on a re-aggravation. So if Barkley is active, don't start either of those two. And uh, don't start either Brita or Brightwell. If Barkley's active, play him, obviously. If Barkley is inactive, I think I would rather play Matt Brita over Gary Brightwell. Christian McCaffrey, he's fully off the injury report with his knee injury. He is good to go. As we saw last week, he carries a massive ceiling, as Dwayne McFarland talked on too. You know, he he carries a tremendous, I think it was like 20% higher ceiling than even Eckler and another running back one. I forget who it was. Um, so he he carries a very large ceiling there. Joe Mixon, he is good to go coming off the concussion. He should be safe to play. You know, there is the risk, especially given he missed two weeks, um, there is the risk that he gets another concussion, but you can't predict that, and we're not going to bank on that. So given he's active, you play Joe Mixon and just hope for no reactivations. Mixon should be able to carry his typical ceiling as well. Leonard Fournette is listed as questionable with a foot injury. He was actually downgraded on Thursday with a limited practice, and then Friday he was a did-not-practice. Now, reporters also already reported that Fournette basically showed up to practice with a sore foot. So this could be a load management deal. Fournette is one of those veterans who, you know, he can show up to the game on Sunday and wind up being just fine to play. So if he's active, I think you play Fournette. Um, you know, there is the chance that he sees a little less snaps and leads to a ceiling, higher ceiling for Rashad White this week. So I do think Rashad White can be played either way. Uh, but again, if Fournette is inactive, Rashad White is a must-start. I would expect a lot more checkdowns, dump-offs, checkdowns, given this 49ers defense is very tough. Although, one thing to keep an eye on there is Nick Bosa is questionable with a hamstring strain. So that would definitely lead to a less threatening defense against the Bucks. Kenneth Walker, he's dealing with that ankle contusion. Uh, Game-time decision. He really is a 50-50 call for this week. I don't expect him to play. He was a, a did not participate all week. I am, I'm definitely thinking he's going to miss this week, possibly next. Um, out of the two running backs here, DJ Dallas and Kenneth Walker, I do think Kenneth Walker has the more likely chance of playing next week. Uh, but yeah, I don't think Kenneth Walker plays this week. If he does it likely means that his ankle is no longer swollen or painful. So if, for whatever reason, Kenneth Walker winds up being active, I think you can play him, uh, probably just as a running back two, maybe maybe high-end running back three. Um, but I think you can play him if he's active. But again, I'm not expecting him to. 
And then DJ Dallas, as we know, is dealing with a high ankle sprain. He's listed as questionable, but I think definitely on the wrong side here. I'm expecting, I, I think he's more on the doubtful side. I don't think DJ Dallas plays either. So it basically leaves Travis Homer and Tony Jones in the backfield here. They they brought up Godwin, I forget what his last name is. Uh, long name, hard to say. But um, out of all the running backs left over, unless you're in a point per carry league, you know, if you're if you're in a point per carry league, maybe Tony Jones. If you're absolutely desperate, I'd rather not. But um, if, if any PPR leagues, non-point per carry boost, I would probably rather play Travis Homer out of the two. To be honest, I'd rather play none of them, but if you had to pick one, I'd pick Travis Homer. Damian Harris, he's listed as out with a thigh injury still. Uh, continued bump to Ramondre Stevenson here. J.K. Dobbins, I, I touched on him a little bit earlier. He has been activated off of IR and will play this week. I'm not anticipating him getting a large uh, large volume this week. I think the team is going to be very cautious given the prior setback. And honestly, I think they're going to be very cautious, cautious with him rest of season and just save him for playoffs, save him for next year. They have a bunch of running backs that they've been using. They, they cut Mike Davis to bring J.K. Dobbins up, but they hadn't really even been using Mike Davis just outside of pass pro. So I think moving forward, this backfield remains a mess with Gus Edwards, Kenyon Drake, and then J.K. Dobbins added to the mix. I don't think you'll be able to play any of them for fantasy, or it's going to be a, a wild guess. One of them is likely to um, do well each week, but good luck predicting it. For this week, I would not play J.K. Dobbins. And honestly, with his return and then Lamar Jackson being out, I, I you have to consider not playing Gus Edwards or Kenyon Drake this week as well. So if you're relying on one of those guys, just good luck. At wide receiver, Mike Williams, he's dealing with that ankle injury. Uh, he's actually off of the injury report now, full participation this week. Uh, we should be able to play him as a wide receiver two. Well, hopefully he gives us wide receiver two production, more likely high-end wide receiver three. Hopefully he scores. Um, that, would, that would boost his production, definitely. Um, but yeah, we should be able to trust him much more than, um, I forget which week it was, but maybe week nine or ten when he came back and re-aggravated his ankle. I think we can trust him more now, given his practice participation and the time frame that it's been. I think we can trust him a lot more to stay healthy this week. So I would, I would be playing him. Amari Cooper, he's dealing with a hip injury. He was actually downgraded on Thursday. Uh, he is listed as questionable. It sounds like he will play. If he's active, I think you can play him, but just be prepared for you know wide receiver three flex production from him this week. And then the Browns offense is just going to continue to be a little rusty until Deshaun Watson and the whole offense can really get up to speed. DeAndre Hopkins, he, is, he was dealing with an illness but has taken off the injury report. He is fully good to go for Monday night, so he should be able to play. Uh, he sh Just play him for fantasy, obviously. Start him. Rondell Moore, on the other hand, he has been listed as out with the groin strain. This leads to a bump to Greg, Greg Dortch, who is going to play. He's off the injury report as well with his thumb, thumb injury. Uh, Greg Dortch becomes a solid flex option for us. DK Metcalf, he had been dealing with a hip injury. He is listed as questionable, but is expected to play. As long as he's active, I think you can play him. Um, yeah, he's been he's been a stud over the last couple weeks, so you should be able to safely play DK Metcalf this week. And uh, Geno Smith, I forgot to touch on him, but he was fully removed from the injury report with a shoulder injury, so he is he shouldn't have any limitations either. 
Um, so I'm not necessarily concerned about DK Metcalf's ceiling. Deontay Johnson, he was on the injury report with a hip injury, but he has been now taken off the injury report with no injury de- designation and fully good to go. Uh, I, I don't know if you can play him, to be honest. Um, I, well, you can play him as likely a wide receiver three. He's just not giving us a ceiling that he once did last year with Big Ben. He's been more of like a wide receiver three low ceiling guy, but solid floor. So if you're if you're facing a tough opponent and you need massive points and you have someone on your bench, like honestly, I think you have to consider if you have Deontay Johnson and Greg Dortch and you need like a ceiling, big ceiling play, Dortch could wind up outscoring Deontay Johnson. Sometimes I'll make those risky moves if it's a if it's projected to be a blowout and I'm not really close on projected points and I absolutely need a win in this last week for playoffs. Um, but otherwise, if you just need safe points, like 10 points, 11 points, play Deontay Johnson. Jacoby Myers, he has been listed as out with a concussion. This might be this might lead a bu- lead to a bump for Devonta Parker. Not entirely sure here. I don't really have a good read on the Patriots wide receivers. I don't know if, if anyone else does either. Uh, but yeah, hopefully you don't have to rely on Devonta Parker for fantasy this week. But if you do, good luck. Brandon Cooks, he's been listed as out again with calf injury. And to be honest, I, I'm not entirely sure if we see him again this year. He, the Texans are in an interesting situation right now. You know, really bad record. Veterans are frustrated. We know Brandon Cooks has been frustrated. I'm kind of assuming he's actually dealing with calf injury, but you never know. Maybe he's, it's sort of injured, but he's also holding out. Uh, just hoping for a trade in the offseason. I just don't know here. So either way, this week he's out. He might be out the rest of the season. We'll have to wait and see. Nico Collins is also out. So um, I, I do think there's a chance Nico returns next week or for week 16. We'll just have to wait and see on him. For this week, there's a possible bump to Chris Moore. He's probably going to be the wide receiver one there, but I, I just don't know. Hopefully you don't have to rely on a Houston wide receiver this week if you're pushing for playoffs. We This offense is just terrible. I, Davis Mills should be back at quarterback, but again, they just don't provide big ceilings. So hopefully you don't have to play any of them. Cortland Sutton, he's already been listed as out with a hamstring strain. Uh, bump to Jerry Judy here, but also to Greg Dolkic, um, especially Given the landscape of the tight end position, Dolkic should be a very solid option this week. Traylon Burks, he's already been listed as out with a concussion. I would avoid other Tennessee wide receivers. It's just not a big ceiling here for the wide receivers. Um, Hopefully we don't have to play any of them. I know there's six teams on by, but hopefully you have better options than, you know, Robert Woods or or Nick or um, they elevated someone this week, but just... Non, not really uh, relevant for fantasy purposes. At tight end, David Njoku, he is going to play. He's he's wheels up, ready to go this week, coming off the knee injury. We should be able to play David Njoku. Again, hopefully, hopefully he provides enough production this week, even with the Browns offense kind of struggling and a little rusty with Deshaun Watson working in. This is the second week uh, for him working in. You know, one thing not a lot of people talked about is Deshaun Watson didn't necessarily look very good in the preseason, so I don't think we can expect a lot of production out of this offense really for the first couple weeks of Deshaun Watson playing this year. So, you know, I think I saw a couple people 
saying, oh, Deshaun Watson's back. He's going to be a low-end quarterback one. This whole offense is elevated. Well, I mean, he hasn't played in essentially two years or a year and a half, and he wasn't looking very good. The offense wasn't really clicking in the preseason. And you remember, uh, you know, late in the offseason or late in camp, all the fans were frustrated because Deshaun Watson couldn't complete any passes in the red zone. So I have some concerns here. Anyways, back to the injury uh, details. David Njoku, I think we can play him and just hope he gives us enough, at least for like low-end to mid-range tight end one production. Maybe he scores if we get lucky and he's higher up in the tight end, you know, top five tight end one production there. Hayden Hurst, he's already been listed as out with a calf strain. Uh, really probably just a bump to Tyler Boyd here. I'm not playing any of the other tight ends on the Bengals. For next week, just wanted to note on these guys, we should be getting Darren Waller and Dallas Goddard back at tight end, which is very key at tight end, again, given the landscape. Plus, next week, likely for most of you, is the first week for fantasy playoffs. So I I will trust Dallas Goddard a lot more than I would trust Darren Waller, but we should be getting both back next week. Also excited to see what Desmond Ritter brings to the Atlanta offense for Drake London. You know, as we know, Kyle Pitts is out. So really, it's Drake London, um, probably the running backs as well. But we'll have to see what he brings. It can't possibly be worse than Marcus Mariota. So, All right, that covers all main injuries this week. If you have any questions, please reach out in the Destination Devies Destination Devi Players Injuries channel and follow me on Twitter at jmthrivept for live updates as any injuries occur. And again, if you enjoyed this content, please share it on social media. Uh, Retweet it on Twitter if you see it on there. And good luck this week. Hope you all make playoffs. And yeah, we'll hopefully ride into week 15, first round of playoffs healthy. All right, good luck, everybody.